Alright guys, it's time for Short Side Wristers. I'm No Sleeves 12. On today's podcast, we're going to discuss the results from the weekend's esports events for the Capitals and the Jets. We're also going to discuss the new Hut content release as far as the All-Star cards go and some things that I think that you guys should watch for. So let's jump right into it. Let's start with the Capitals' second qualifier. So last week they had their first one uh, for the first two spots of the two, of the eight uh, that go to the land in Washington. This week we had uh, Regs finally come through. Last week he finished third in an overtime loss and uh, just continued his dominance so far in 2019 as far as esports goes. And he qualified in the winner's bracket, not losing a game, and uh, and being the first Euro or non-Euro, sorry, to uh, to make the LAN event. Uh, coming in second was Finland's Mr. Nipsley. Um, again, just a crazy run of European players that uh, you know North Americans are gonna have to deal with at some point. Uh, Jr. Pens after coming in seventh last week. He came in third, just uh, just coming up short in the losers bracket against Nipsley. In one of the crazier games, Nipsley did dominate pretty heavily, um, and uh, it was a very impressive game. Um, the Jets, as far as their qualifiers go, so they had Xbox on Saturday. Uh, that one was a pretty good one. Uh, HK or Hockey Kings OFS, as he's known, um, he had a great run on on Saturday in the Capitals event. He finished sixth, um, losing in the losers bracket semifinals, and then he came in first in the Jets event on the same day. That's a lot of competitive chill in one day, uh, but he did very well there. Uh, Ethan F seventy four. He finished second. <laughs> there was of the first of the top uh, of the top eight. There was only two Canadians. The rest were all Americans. Uh, was pretty pretty dominated by the Americans. To be honest with you, uh, coming in third for the Jets event was Cosmic EA, and fourth was Fisher eighty one. Um, now the Jets event is working a little bit differently than the Capitals event. Uh, these ones um, of the of the four Jets qualifiers, you earn points essentially. Uh, for whatever position that you placed, and you earn whoever earns, you know, the top, uh, the top amount of points you qualify for, or the the amount of points required, you qualify for the closed qualifiers, um, and then there's a little online tournament in the top two that in that uh, end up going to Winnipeg. Only two pe- people going to the land uh, in Winnipeg for that, but so uh, HK is the only, is has qualified. He's automatically in, uh, as well as Sunday's winner, which was regs so regs crushed it in the capitals event on saturday and then on ps4 winnipeg's event in the second one he came in first uh, second was josh fearless and then uh and then we had uh, Kesso who finally uh, showed up i he was a very good player and i think that he was eliminated a little early in the capitals event that what you'd like to see and then um and then following him was Mivians. It was good to see Mivians kind of bounce back in. Yes, in the Saturday event for Washington, he uh, he definitely kind of fell apart there, uh, and didn't do nearly as well as he did in the first cap qualifier, coming in fourth. Pens came in uh, in a tie for five and six. I don't know how they're going to work that out. I'm not sure how that works. Um, so Jr. Pens had a very good weekend, coming in third, just missing the qualifier for Washington. And then uh, scoring some pretty good points uh, for the close qualifier for the Jets event. Uh, Gren also came in five or six. Again, the the tie there. 
Um, he wasn't able to play in the Washington event. One of Canada's or one of North America's best players. So um, it was good to see him actually uh, perform. And then Canadians as well. Um, he wasn't doing very well in the Washington events. Uh, he did make it to the winners bracket top 32, um, but was eliminated by HK on Saturday in Washington. So it's nice to see him do well in the in the uh, Winnipeg event. Just a lot of competitive hockey. I mean, I know the Winnipeg event had five over 500 players, all from North America, so connections were definitely a little bit better than the Europeans' ones, obviously, because in, Wa in the Washington events, Europeans are allowed to play. But, um, yeah, well, great weekend for hockey. I watched uh, and, and did the play-by-play -play for every single uh, Washington game, essentially, uh, and there was a lot of close ones. If you guys haven't, check out my article on TDIHockey.com. Uh, basically, there's a written version of my recap of the event. And, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's get into um, some hot stuff. So I, re I released a video yesterday covering uh, the uh, some in-depth tips and things that I've noticed as far as what All-Star game cards to get. So if you haven't checked it out, um, go do so. It's uh, I cover basically some guys who have performed well in the All-Star competition and a skills competition specifically. Uh, the reason why is because the All-Star cards that were released are going to be affected by how they play in the skills competition as well as the game, which is an amazing idea um, from the NHL, to be honest with you. They've really killed it with the hot content this year um i know a lot of people hate the gameplay and stuff like that but at least they did get something right this year um it's been great so how it works is basically if they get uh if they win one of the skills competitions let's use hardest shot for example three stat categories that are related to that event will go get boosted to 99 so let's say um Brent Burns wins hardest shot. He probably is going to get a 99 slap shot power. I don't know about accuracy, but that's how it's going to work. Same with uh, same with the accuracy shooting competition. So you think wrist shot power or accuracy goes to 99, which makes it insanely valuable. Uh, and then for every goal that is scored by that player in the actual All-Star game, uh, they get a plus one to everything which is huge so if someone scores four goals and they're getting they're going from an 89 to uh, a 93 which makes these cards a pretty crazy investment so right now to get them you need to cash in four of each all-star collectible and then you get a choice pack for whatever division you choose so if you want matthews you go to the atlantic and then hopefully uh, you'll get you'll get a choice of three atlantic all-stars uh, some things that i did i want to mention that i mentioned in my video uh, so just some top picks of mine. I would kind of ignore going after McDavid. The reason being is that he has to. Well, he he might win the fastest skater, but if even if he does, like his his skating's already basically a ninety nine, so only going to go up by a little bit. And um, he would have to score a lot in the All Star game to make his card more valuable than the ninety five already. And since he's going for like seven hundred k for the All Star card, why take a chance? Why not just save up another uh, another couple hundred thousand and uh, and buy the Christmas one, which is a, just a much better card. Uh, then we've got, I, I have a feeling Joe Pavelski will do very well, not so much at the skills competition, but in the actual game, uh, guys from host towns usually get gifted with, uh, with some nice passing and they kind of set each other up for, uh, for, for some goals in that. So Carlson Burns or, or, um, or Pavelski is probably going to do well and Pavelski's kind of a cheaper one. He's got good skating already. So if he spots, if he pots three or four goals, that could be a very, very good card, um, uh, for sure. And again, like he's cheaper. Uh, one of the underrated ones was, uh, Seth Jones. 
So Seth Jones, I did some research in 2017. He had one of the harder shots. He lost, but the, everyone that had won in the last two years or had did well in the last two years isn't returning. Like Line A had over 100. Ovechkin isn't in it. Charo's not in it. So, I mean, there's a very good chance that, um, that uh, Seth Jones can do extremely well. And he's going for like 300k right now. He might be if he if it comes out that he's actually going to be in the skills competition, um, he might be a pretty good card to go after. That being said, as well, you guys want to pay attention to when the skills competition gets announced because once it is announced, you need to pick up those cards because they have a chance to get stats boosted to 99 and Slapshot Power to 99 is insanely valuable at this stage in the game. There just isn't very many players like that. It makes a great defenseman. Same with the accuracy shooting. Uh, now, Crosby legit dominates this every time he's in it. Uh, and by winning it, I mean he dominates it. So Sid might be a very good card to go after. He's obviously going to be more expensive. But I have a feeling he's probably going to win the Rister or the Accuracy Challenge. Um, which makes him, obviously, anytime you get someone with a 99 wrist shot power or accuracy... Uh, like that's insanely valuable, especially on the wing. So he would be someone, uh, someone to watch for for sure. As far as goalies go, um, there's really only three. I mean, Rene, obviously, because he's gigantic, and an 89 Rene is already valuable. But he does very well at the uh, save the streak. Uh, so basically, all the shooters go at each goaltender, and uh, whoever has the longest save streak wins. So there's a very good chance that Rene could win that. Uh, and then the winning team. Um, we'll also, the winning team's goaltenders will also get a plus two to everything. Uh, so my picks there, I have a feeling the Pacific Division will do very well. It's just a very good team uh, with McDavid and whatnot. Uh, so that would be uh, Gibson. Uh, Gibson's gigantic as well. He could do very well in that game and get the plus two. And then Marc-Andre Fleury is also another one who um, historically has done very well in the save this streak. But he's already got a 91, so I don't know if I'd spend the 150 to get him, 150K. But uh, that's just being said. So, like, um, the Evo cards do not get affected, guys. So don't get all jacked up that your Evos are going to get boosted. This is specifically just the All-Star cards. There is a potential that, you know, some of these cards can get boosted a ton. Like, imagine someone scores six goals in the All-Star game. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And now they're a 95, making them one of the most valuable cards in the game. So it is dangerous, but makes the All-Star game super exciting. And I'm really glad that they included it this season. So let's just touch on some feedback so far from the beta. Uh, the beta tuner was brought back from uh, on Friday, and uh, essentially it's it's kind of met with some mixed reviews. Uh, the problem is is that it's not the true beta. It's essentially the beta tuner with the patches from uh, throughout the year, which I actually enjoy uh, because there are some things that were patched out of the game that that is very very good such as like the the shovel shot where you hold backhand to shoot top corner now it still works every once in a while but it's not so automatic uh which is good and short side wrister is uh has been nerfed a little bit with this tuner the goalie doesn't come off the post nearly as much but um stick lift or sticks breaking and stuff like that like that's back right now and then obviously the l2 keeping your agility out of your spin so it seems like a boost uh that that's back and you know it's not realistic and not good for the game but we have it right now i would suspect that at the end of this when they take all the feedback and whatnot is like everyone hates the l2 like players will just say that it's not it's not hockey but 
like it it allows us a lot of creativity i in my mind and i understand why people don't like it and i it's not realistic like i completely agree so if they remove it i'm fine with that if they add tweaks to it even better uh, i think that the puck handling with it is a little ridiculous like you don't lose the puck when you spin that much i think that you probably should and maybe that's something that they go after and adjust. I'm not sure, but uh, I think that that's what we're going to see a big a big effect on is that they're putting some resources into making NHL 19 a little bit better for the remainder of the season, which is good. And then going into 20 uh, with the new skating engine, and hopefully it'll be ironed out um, after this year. And then uh, and then 20 is going to be you know just a fresh start kind of thing, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So guys, just a quick one today. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments section below. Again, thanks for everyone for watching, giving me feedback on it. Uh, daily, people think that doing daily content for the NHL video game is tough. I'm not really finding it all that hard, to be honest with you. I'm going to have some more guests on the show. If you think that there's someone that you want me to um, speak to, it could be anyone, whether it be someone from an organization like Simplicity or something, I might be able to do that, as well as any other top players. I could, I could definitely reach out and uh and give you guys some more interview shows uh, just let me know uh, but thank you for all the subscriptions and whatnot and uh yeah so i will see you guys tomorrow for another episode of short side wristers you guys have a good one